Hey, and welcome back to Foundational Thoughts, the weekly podcast of the Missouri Baptist Foundation. My name is Neil, and I'll be your host. And today I am joined as we are starting a new series, a, se- a series of episodes, actually, I guess you might want to say, is where we introduce some of the team members here at the Missouri Baptist Foundation so that you might get to know them just a little bit. Today I'm excited to have Stephen Mathis with us. Stephen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here today. Hey, we are so glad that you're here, and you are no stranger around the parts of the Missouri Baptist Foundation. How long have you been associated with the foundation? Well, over 30 years. Over 30 years. Did you think that when you came on staff 30 years ago, that 30 years the future, which would be today, that that you'd still be here? No, I did not. And my wife was sure we wouldn't stay in one place that long. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is Missouri home for you, or did you come from out of state? No, I uh, grew up in Oklahoma, okay, western Oklahoma, on a wheat and cattle farm. On a so. wheat and cattle farm. And so how do you get from the wheat and cattle farm to Missouri and helping people with their finances and estate plans? What's that story? Well, it's basically God has a plan for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, doesn't he? I started off in an agribusiness career and uh, spent several years there and uh, got really involved. The Lord was working through our lives and in church ministry and felt some call to uh, perhaps look at something full-time in the ministry field and mm-hmm. started some seminary at Midwestern Baptist Seminary in Kansas City and uh, came to the conclusion that I wasn't going to become a pastor and uh, with some counseling encouragement looked into ways that I might be able to use my interest and business background in a setting that would be supportive and a part of a ministry such as the foundation, which uh, is a very important part of uh, Missouri Baptist life and the services that they provide to people. Absolutely. And so you got started helping in the financial area, and you started as one of the field representatives, or what was your role when you came on? Well, not uh, my first exposure to the Uh, Missouri Baptist Life was serving as the uh, director of support services for the Missouri Baptist Convention on their executive board staff. Oh, my goodness. I don't guess I realized that. And uh, I spent uh, about a year and a half doing that and then, uh, again, had some time in agribusiness, and the position at the foundation came open. They were looking for a new president. Uh, I threw my hat in the ring for that. And right. you know what? They didn't hire me. They did not, huh? <laughs> no, but they did come back and say, we're really wanting to emphasize the area of estate planning and its importance in Missouri Baptist life, and uh, we'd like to add uh, another person on staff to uh, work in specifically in that area. And wow. so uh, I, I got my second choice as a job, but uh, right now I know it was God's first choice for me because it proved to be that 30-year career. Uh, well, it has been, and then they actually had to create a job for you. That's pretty good when they say, well, we're not going to have you for this, but we'll create something for you. That's a, a testament to you there. Yes, and especially when they let you do the creating. You now, oh, wow. That doesn't <laughs> happen very often. And so you've been doing that, but you did get your chance to be president with the foundation, not just once, but a couple of times in interim, haven't you? Well, if interim president counts, my answer is yes to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it does count. And I know that you were serving uh, the foundation uh, most recently uh, before I was able to come and learn at your feet. And so you've had all kinds of roles in the foundations, and now I think it's Master Guru or Jedi or Sensei or something like that, because you're <laughs> our expert uh, when it comes to estate planning. And so I want to talk a little bit about estate planning and ask you, after 30 years of experience in this area, what is the biggest mistake that people are making when it comes to an estate plan? Well, I think the biggest mistake is that they uh, don't really make it a priority to get the job done. Uh, 
that uh, leaves a lot of loose ends if you don't get an estate plan put in place. And uh, I know it's no fun to sit down and do that kind of tedious work of thinking through hard questions and perhaps getting involved with uh, a legal counsel and an attorney and those kinds of things. Uh, but uh, we're stewards of all that God gives us. And uh, having uh, the ability to address the issue of stewardship after we leave this earth uh, needs to be done before you leave. You don't get another chance then. And we're not really ever sure when that's going to be. And so exactly. we find a lot of people with good intentions but don't necessarily get that done because it is a little bit of a process. And that's where I think you and the people of the foundation for years have and continue to help people along in that process. So what's another mistake you think people make? So somebody's actually got one completed. What's another mistake you think that you find pretty common? Well, I... If you have your first estate plan in place, you'll realize that uh, the way you answer the questions about what you want to do has to be done at that point in time. You almost have to sit down and think, if I wasn't here five minutes after I completed this, uh, what would I want to happen then? And you put a plan in place that will accomplish your purposes then. But as life moves on, uh, goals change. Uh, the people in your life that you would want to benefit change, uh, perhaps the ministries that you would be interested in, including uh, where you've uh, invested your working experience in ministry, uh, maybe they're no longer uh, the same as they were when you did your plan five, ten years ago. So this is not a document that we do at once and then put it in a shelf and never look back at it, something we need to pull back out every once in a while. How often do you recommend a person review that? Well, I would say that... Uh, if there isn't some life event that prompts you to say, hey, I need to look at it, you know, a birth, a death, okay. uh, moving to a new location, having a major uh, change in your financial status, those are all things that you don't put on a timetable. But when they happen, they should be a flag to you to say, hey, I need to get the plan out and look it over and see, see if it still fits my wishes. Okay. Uh, but if there haven't been life situations that prompted you to pull it out of the drawer and look at it, uh, I would say it'd be a good practice uh, to put it on the calendar for at least once every three years uh, to pull it out and read it through and say, do I think differently about what God would want me to do in this area now than I did three years ago? Well, I think those are great ideas, and I think that's great encouragement for every one of us. If you haven't reviewed your estate plan, we're able to help people do that here at the Missouri Baptist Foundation. I'm so thankful that Stephen, uh, though he is not the interim president anymore, because that would make it a little redundant for me to be here if we're both here, right, <laughs> Stephen? But you have still agreed to help us, and you're available to our clients and to people who are current clients and prospective clients, because you really love going and having that conversation with people. That, that's really what drives you, isn't it? Well, it really is. I, You know, people that we get to work with in Missouri Baptist Life are wonderful. And uh, it's fun to sit down and hear them talk about what God has been doing in their lives and then to probe a little bit as to, okay, uh, you've been uh, following God's will. You've developed an estate uh, through the years. Uh, what might he be telling you about how you should make plans to distribute that? And uh, ask, just asking questions to draw people out and uh, listening to them, uh, they will begin to share dreams and express wishes that they want to uh, make sure happen. And then you have the opportunity to say, well, if that's what you feel you're wanting to do, uh, you've got some homework to do in order to get your plan up to date or to put a plan in place. And so uh, around the kitchen table is where I've done a lot of time with mm -hmm. people. Well, you've made a lot of difference in a lot of people's lives. 
a lot of difference for the kingdom, many of which we're not going to know until later on, because some of the work that we do at the foundation doesn't come to fruition today. It takes days and years and decades even, and it allows people to actually I think give some from heaven more than maybe they even gave from this earth. And so we're thankful for what you do, Stephen, and you're going to be on often with us as we begin through this podcast to tackle some of the questions that people may have. And if you have any interest uh, about finding out, maybe a meeting with Stephen to help you go through your plan, you can always contact us here at the Missouri Baptist Foundation. Stephen, thank you for what you have done for the foundation for all these years, and thank you for what you've been doing for me over the last year plus. Well, welcome to Foundational Thoughts, the podcast of the Missouri Baptist Foundation. I'm your host, Neil, and today I'm excited to have with me the president of Missouri Baptist University, Keith Ross. Welcome, Keith. We're glad you're here today. Hey, thank you, Neil. Good to be here. Hey, well, thanks for coming over. Now, you've been president for how long now at MBU? Since January the 10th. January the 10th. But you've been on part of that team for longer than that, though. So yeah. MBU's not new to you, right? No, 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 not at all. This is my 26th year at Missouri Baptist University. 26th yeah. year? Uh, the first alum to serve as president. So I graduated there in 1987, was gone doing some other things, and came back in 1992 in the admissions office and uh, have been part of the university ever since. Wow. And you love that university too, don't you? Oh, it's great. It is a great place. It's uh, it's a wonderful place to be. It's in my heart and in my DNA. And uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a wonderful Christian university. Well, we're recording this uh, the first day of August, actually, and so we're getting ready for a new fall start to the school year. Are you excited about this year? What are some things that are happening that most excite you? Oh, it's a great year. Uh, first of all, enrollment's looking really good. That's we've always a, good. Yeah, we've got a good balance of new freshmen and uh, transfer students. Returning numbers look really good as well. So uh, that looks really, really promising. Also, we've, we've got some growth in our graduate programs and in our... Uh, uh, online programs as well. So on the enrollment front, we're looking really strong and excited about this opportunity. And uh, and that graduate yeah. program and online, those are those are things that are just really necessary for an institution to be strong nowadays, aren't they? Oh, they are. I think it's, you know, the, the complexion of higher education has changed over the years. And what's interesting is uh, the largest pool of students is actually uh, adults who have some ed- college education but never graduated. Oh, really? So if you if you look at that across the United States, there's about 30 million of those individuals and about 400,000 of them in the St. Louis region. So, wow. So I just tell people, we just want half of those. And, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be doing just fine. Yeah. But so uh, so we're excited about that. And then we've got some graduate programs that we're excited about. We uh, we have a counseling program and that we're uh, seeking KCREP accreditation for, which is sort of the gold standard in that realm. And so uh, we look forward to that, too. Wow. So if somebody's out there and wanting to go back to school, you've got programs to help them do that? Oh, absolutely. We've got nine uh, undergraduate majors um, that they can participate in, all the way from business to education, psychology. So there's a, a, a wide range of opportunities for students, and uh, they're priced right. They're affordable. So we make it particularly for working adults okay. to come back to school. Okay, now for the person who doesn't know where Missouri Baptist University is, you mentioned the St. Louis region, so yeah. tell us where that is in St. Louis. Yeah, so we're in West St. Louis County. If you know where Highway 270 and 40 meet, we're okay. a little about a mile west of there. We sit on 
66 acres. It's a beautiful campus, and you drive there uh, off the uh, the outer road. You see our sign there. But okay. many people have never taken the opportunity to drive back into the campus. But it really is a gym. It's a wonderful, wonderful place to be. Wow. Great housing, insane. great student housing, some yeah. of the best in the in the region. So Nice. And you've got some construction projects that are ongoing or about to kick off here pretty soon on campus. Yeah, we do. We're excited about that, too. We uh, are doing a complete renovation on the inside of our library. So it will be a... Uh, a space that's more conducive to collaborative learning, innovation, that sort of thing. So nice. students are very, very excited about that. We focus groups from students and we listen to them. And so we're moving forward with that. Uh, we are doing phase two of our Spartan field. We have a, a practice football field that we've been using, a turf field, very nice, but we're going to be adding bleachers and a track to that, uh, exist, uh, additional locker room facilities, concessions, and uh, public restrooms as well. So we're hoping to be able to play our actual home football games there in the fall of 2019. So okay. right now we, we share that with CBC High School. Okay. All right. Yeah. But it is football season, and yeah. I'm not even sure the mascot for MBU. What's the, the MBU We're the Spartans, mascot? man. The Spartans. Come on. Okay. Sorry. I'm, this is great for me to listen to this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. I've learned something myself. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about Keith Ross, the man. So now you're Mr. Yeah. President, and we may talk more about that later. But who is Keith, and, and why in this role of president there? Yeah, well, I like I was telling you a little bit earlier, um, Missouri Baptist University is in my DNA. It, it, was, it made a profound impact on my life when I was a student, and uh, I've had tremendous opportunities there, and I have felt a, a calling to stay there. It's always been a place that's been very entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had the opportunity to do lots of different kinds of things, and uh I'm attracted to its uh, unapologetically Christian mission. That's mm-hmm. who we are, um, and that's who we will always be. We're in an evangelical Christian university, and um, that's uh, that's just a, a great thing for me personally to be involved with. Um, I think the role of president, it, it was a natural progression for me. I spent 25, almost, well, just over 26 years there, and so... Um, I did a lot of work in the area of fundraising and in the PR realm and in admissions, so it was a natural fit, and um, I was given that opportunity, blessed this past year to have that opportunity, and so I look forward to furthering Christian higher education and, more specifically, Missouri Baptist University. Mm. Well, I'm glad that you're there personally. That's exciting to me to to know that, and then you might even say, though, that uh, if you're talking to an incoming student, they might even be able to find a wife on campus, because that, that's what you did. Is that yeah, what I understand? Yeah, it was, that, that is true. I mean, that often happens. You know, that's one of the benefits of, of college. You often meet your, your spouse there. And uh, uh, I met my wife, Ginger, while I was at Missouri Baptist. I was actually uh, working in the admissions office, and she had graduated from William Jewell um, and came to Missouri Baptist to do her student teaching. So uh, we met one day in the cafeteria, and the rest is history. Oh, my we'll goodness. We'll be celebrating our 25th wedding anniversary on August 7th. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So if you're still trying to decide where to go to college, you might want to consider Missouri Baptist University and find that spouse. Yeah, there you go. Hey, if somebody's interested in finding out more about MBU, what's the best way for them to do that? Hey, I would say just go to the website and uh, check us out. You can Google MissouriMobap.edu, and um, there's plenty of places there. And that's the best way to get connected. We'd love to have an admissions counselor contact you, reach out to you. And the last thing I would say is we offer a lot of different 
opportunities for student scholarships. So don't ever think you can't afford it. You should ask. You, sh- you should check out all the opportunities that are, there, that are there, and we'd love to, to work with you on that. Well, I'm excited to hear about your leadership. Look forward to watching that. You've been there helping in so many different ways, and now you get to be the president. How cool is that? Yeah. Your own parking place and all those kind of things. That's great. And so we want to be supportive. So check out uh, MoBaptistEDU. Is the website? Is that close? MoBapt.edu. MoBapt.edu, or you can Google it and find it. Hey, thank you, Keith, for serving the Lord, and thanks for joining us today on Foundational Thoughts. Nick, welcome to the program. Glad to be with you. Hey, well, thank you for that. And you serve as one of the regional vice presidents of the Missouri Baptist Foundation. So what is your region? Uh, where are you based out of? And who are you willing to go see? Yes, I, I serve the foundation pretty much in northern Missouri, uh, pretty much the I-70 uh, corridor and north. And I focus on the also the metropolitan area of St. Louis. And uh, I've been doing this for about 11 years, and uh, my job is to get out and to meet with pastors and churches and lay people to promote the services of the foundation, as well as work with them on estate planning issues and gift arrangements. And, how, and you said you've been doing that for 11 years. What's the most um, meaningful part of that role for you? What do you enjoy most? I mean, 11 years is kind of a long time nowadays when it comes to careers and jobs. What keeps you going each week? I think the one thing that always comes back uh, to me with a sense of awe is the trust that people place in the foundation to, number one, open their lives to us and their finances, uh, to help them, number one, uh, be good stewards. And I think that's their whole approach in coming to us because they do want to be good stewards of what God has blessed them with. Uh, And then to trust us to help them arrange those things in a way that blesses them now and blesses ministry even beyond their lives when they go on to be with the Lord. And and for some of those clients, you've been with them not just one meeting, but multiple meetings. I guess you build a little bit of a relationship over time, don't you? Oh, absolutely. And that, for me, is the the joy of, of the job that I do is not just doing it one time, but having that relationship that can span time. And when we run into each other at meetings or uh, in t- other places, uh, there is that, uh, that, that relationship that's already there to build on. And so could you share a story of a time that you really felt like that you helped somebody? I mean, some of the things that we do here at the foundation are just kind of a one-time thing where we set up something for them, help them through a process, they get that document completed. And so we may not see them every week, but over time, uh, we can do that. And there's been some people probably that over time you've built that relationship with. Can you share just an example of somebody that you think you were able to help in that process, that you felt really good when you walked out the door that you had helped them and they felt like they'd been helped and, and the gospel had been advanced? Recently, uh, a gentleman had learned about the foundation through the pathway, and as a result of reading the article, he thought, that's something that I need to check into, and so he made connections with us, and I sat down with him, and the whole purpose was that he knew that he needed to get his estate plans uh, worked out, and so uh, in him describing uh, who he is, what he want to accomplish, uh, we were then to have the, uh, the the blessing of having the, the the conversation of how to accomplish those things. Um, I think he had some things in mind, uh, and then we had some other ways to promote and to uh, talk with him about that he had not knew uh, known that 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 was a possibility. So in those conversations, it was kind of the the light bulb moment of of coming on saying, ah. Oh, 
Yes, that's that's exactly what I'd like to do. In fact, I like that better, and that allows me to not only be uh, feel good about what I'm doing for the Lord, but it means I'm presenting and, and doing a gift to my church beyond this point. And so um, that, that to me was a, a recent opportunity. And that all started with a phone call to us here at the Missouri Baptist Foundation or to you directly, and so it all came out of an ad from... Uh, the, the pathway you mentioned, and that's our state convention newspaper. And so there was an ad there talking about the Missouri Baptist Foundation and some of the products and services. And so that's how that process got started with a simple call. And so, Nick, if somebody wanted to walk through that process, that'd be kind of the same way for them to start, wouldn't it? Absolutely. And if they didn't even know what they wanted to accomplish, but just felt like they needed to, we can have those uh, conversations with him. Uh, sometimes it can be a short conversation, or sometimes it can be many conversations uh, uh, that take place. But uh, that's what we're here to do, and that's what we want to do is walk alongside of people to accomplish those uh, purposes. And it really depends on what that individual wants to do, because we're not there. You're not there to sell them anything or to make them do anything. We're there to help them accomplish their goals to advance the gospel. Yeah, and many times it's me just asking questions to help clarify in their mind what they want to do. Maybe they have an idea, uh, but maybe through those important, powerful questions, they can go, oh, this is what I want to do. Well, we're glad that Nick Davis works with the Missouri Baptist Foundation, and I know that you are as well. And so he's just one of many of the team members that are serving you here on the fifth floor of the Baptist building. And so this has been Foundational Thoughts. We are so thankful that you've been here with us today, and we look forward to talking to you the next time. 